This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. On the streets of the Bronx Is where I want to be Standing so good. on the Every time Chaz comes on, we play this. I was supposed to uh, go home with Chaz today. He was going to come into the studio. And I was going to go home with it, back to his house and do his podcast. But my uh, voice is shot because I haven't felt well for a couple of weeks. And I want to sound perfect for Chaz's podcast. So we'll do that maybe next week or the week after. But he's still going to stop by here right now. He's got his one-man show, A Bronx Tale, back out there coming up at a town hall on West 43rd Street coming up on October the 1st. And I'll say this, folks, and I know you trust me, the movie, uh, A Bronx Tale, with Chaz and De Niro and Pesci and all those guys, uh, Lilo, was a great movie. Great. I mean, A-plus movie. The Broadway show was amazing. Me and Danielle, my beautiful wife, we cried. The music was so good. But I'm here to tell you that of all three, the Broadway show, the movie, and the one-man show, the most remarkable of all three is the one-man show. To see Chaz Palminteri play every role in that movie. Folks, you know the movie. Every role from Sonny to uh, Lilo's part. He does them all, and he does them flawlessly. With that said, here he is, an amazing writer, director, producer, actor, restaurateur, just an all-around terrific guy, and a dear, dear friend of mine, the great Chaz Palminteri. Good morning, Chaz. Good morning, Sid. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Thank you. Well, it's true. I mean, I've seen all three, and they're all great, and I can watch the movie a million times, but when I, the first time I saw you do the show alone was in Pompano Beach. I'll never forget it. And I'm like, Oh, my God. First of all, the energy that you have to have to do every one of those roles. And then you got to change your voice and change your, the way you, your, your hand motions, the way you act. It is truly a remarkable performance. Well, thank you, Sid. I mean, that was the, this was the thing that broke me as a star. I won all the awards, and everybody wanted to do it. And it was a huge hit. It became, it became best show of the year in Las Vegas. And uh, it just catapulted my career. And, you know, Robert De Niro, the, you know, the great Robert De Niro, I, you know, I owe him so much. He came to see it. And he knew that I was holding out to play Sonny. And, and uh, I really wanted to write it because it was about my life. And, uh, you know, he said, look, he came to see it. He said, look, you should play Sonny. You should direct it. I'll play your father. And I'm, uh, I mean, you should play Sonny and you should write it. He goes, I'll direct it and play your father. And uh, that was it. We shook hands. And my life exploded after that. After that was, the, you know, the Academy Award nomination for Bills Over Broadway, then Usual Suspects and Analyze This. And everything just took off and catapulted my career. And I've been here ever since, 30 years later, you know. So, and, uh, you know, I'm doing it again uh, this weekend in Detroit, sold-out show in Detroit, Michigan, at the Music Hall now. But I'll be back October 1st 
for the first time in New York City in 15 years since Broadway and said, this is the first time in 34 years that I've ever did a Q&A after the show. After the show, I'm going to do a Q&A where people are going to ask questions from the audience. We have microphones all out there, and I'm going to speak about the, the play, the movie, the musical, the stories, how it all happened, wow. how the musical came, how the movie came. I got some surprise guests coming. Uh, so it's going to be an incredible night, October 1st. So I, I, I urge everybody, if you never saw the show, see it because... You know, Alfred Hitchcock used to say, you know, there's only three things you could do to an audience. You can make them laugh, you can make them cry, or you could scare them. And in Bronx Tale, I do all three. Yes, you do. And uh, it's, it's it, I, look, I'm so proud of it. I am so proud of that show. And that's why this is my 1,010th performance. I've been doing it that, you know, long, on and off. And um, it, it's just an amazing show. If you never, if you love the movie and you love the musical, I'm telling you, like you said, Sid, everybody says that they've seen the show 20, 30 times because I, it's cordial. I'm cordial. I'm the little boy. And it's just an explosion of, of – I worked so hard on it, 18 characters, and, uh, you know, I have to train to do the damn thing. I work out every damn day. I have to stay in shape to do it because you said the energy that you have to put forth, you know. So it's um, – I love doing it, Sid. No, you can tell. The enthusiasm comes off the stage, and I've seen it more than once. So even if you have seen it, I would urge you, go back and see it again. See it every goddamn time, because it's so good, Jazz Palminteri, on stage in a Bronx. You're welcome. So the other day, I go to Newsmax to do a a, a TV segment promoting my book, which you're going to promote today on your podcast. Thank you. And I look out of the corner of my eye, and they've got Fox News on in uh, in Newsmax and Fox Business. And who do I see? Jazz Palminteri. I go... What is Chaz? Is he promoting his one-man show on Fox Business? And as it turns out, you weren't. You were on just a couple of days ago because you've got two very successful restaurants. Danielle and I love them, of course, the one in Manhattan. And uh, you were talking about food prices in this day and age of inflation right. and supply chain shortages. So I guess you are feeling the effects as well, huh, Chaz? Oh, absolutely, in, in both of the restaurants. Like I said, uh, months ago, uh, you know, like a box of potatoes, was $25, then it went to $78, then it went to $95. How could you charge any prices? How could, I mean, how could you set prices on a menu when it's like this? The inflation is terrible. I mean, thank God, knock on wood, knock on wood that uh, uh, my restaurants, we serve great food, but, you know, the profit margin has gone down. Uh, You know, the one in White Plains, we had a great night last night. We had cigar night last night. Uh, We raised money for the NYPD uh, for widows and uh, and NYPD uh, offices with special needs. And it was a great event. Uh, And and people come out and, and listen, thank God my restaurants are doing well, but... Again, we have to make ends meet. It's very, very difficult. We had to raise the prices. Of course. And people go, oh, my God. We go, what do you want us to do? We don't know what to do, you know. But, (laughs) you know, the restaurants are so so damn good that the uh, people keep coming. So God bless them. Oh, they are great. They're both great restaurants. You know, uh, I always think of you this time of year, too, because Columbus Day is right around the corner. And our mutual friend, Angelo Vivolo, last year had me running around in a convertible Cadillac on Channel 7. I loved it. And uh, and today starts, he sent. Narrow Feast. I went there last year as well. Did a show from there, actually, with John Katsimatidis and Joe Piscopo and a host of others. So the next month, between the San Gennaro Festival and Columbus Day, 
is a great month for Italian-Americans, great Italian-Americans like you. And the last couple of years, you had to fight. You had to fight like a dog, Jazz, just to make sure that Columbus's statue stayed in the park, just to make sure that Columbus gets to enjoy his day, not just indigenous people. Do you feel like at this point we're past that, or is it still a fight for the great Italian-Americans? I think, I think every – I think the fight, I hope, is less this year. But they keep fighting, uh, you know, to change that day. And we're, we're not going to – they are not taking the statue down. They're not. And then and they're not taking Columbus. Oh my God! You, you just sounded like Sonny when he said, "Now you guys can't leave." That's right. <laughs> now they can't leave because I will be there. I will be there in front of the statue before they take it down. They'll have to take me away in handcuffs. I'm telling you right now. I love it. And I said it. I said it a hundred times. I, I, you know, this is our day. We celebrated for a hundred years. That's our day. We celebrated peacefully. We don't have riots on that day. It's just our day. It's an Italian pride day. It's our day to look at pride. It's for us. It's for us. You can't judge Christopher Columbus before the age of reason 500 years ago. You just can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. So I I don't know. I, I, I don't know where uh, some of these people come from with that. Look, were they all, were, did a lot of people colonize? That's how they, that's how they, you know, if we didn't do that, if we didn't do that, we'd all still be in teepees right now. That's so right. I don't, understand, I don't understand people. Everybody has to move on, you know. And, and Columbus, Christopher Columbus, if you really study him, he was really, really good to the tribes when he first got there. When he left to go back to Spain, okay, he was, he, his people were attacked by, by one of the most biggest warriors at that time. Was, they were called the Carib tribe. And they attacked his people, then his people fought back. And yes, were there fights? Did they slaughter them? Absolutely, they did. But they were attacked first. People really have to go back. And look at history. And look at history. It was not his fault. It wasn't. Listen, I I agree with you 100%. It's ridiculous. Christopher Columbus deserves his day. So do the great Italian-Americans. By the way, Gabriel and Danielle are driving into the city right now listening to this conversation. And to this day, Gabriel tells me uh, he cried, of course, when Sonny died because he met you in real life, (laughs) not before that. And he thought you actually died, Jazz. He he did. He thought I And he was surprised to see me. I remember seeing him. He looked at me because I thought you were dead. You know, uh, you, you got the best kids. And your wife. Oh, thank you. Well, that's just a, a testament to you and your wife. You got the greatest kids. I oh, mean, thank you. Let me tell you something. You got great kids. That's all you want in life. Agreed. Agreed. Now, that's you got great kids, too. So look at you. I mean, your daughter, Gabby, now an actress in Gravesend, going to Michigan, beautiful, smart. Your son, I love him to pieces. This is a, as talented as it gets. Actor, musician, right. speaks so wonderfully. They're both gorgeous, by the way, like you and your wife. Well, so coming you, from right. you, that means a lot, Jazz Palmentary. It's all the parents. I'm telling you, it's all the parents. I mean, the kids... Obviously, they have to do the work, but it's the parents. When you get a child, when a child is born, it's a vessel. You have to put everything in it, and they decide what you put in it. If, you know, it's it's the parents. I mean, but then sometimes, you know, it's potluck. Kids, they go off on their own, and God knows. But we're both blessed. We're both blessed. You and I should do a tap dance right now on Fifth Avenue. Sir. I'll do it. You got me. I actually, well, I'll, I'll do it. Life, my life, tap yep. dance. Right we are now. very lucky, man. Yes. I'm actually reading this. Uh, my book is in front of me, and I just realized I, I saw your name. It says, Every person is born with a filter between their brain and their mouth. Sid Rosenberg was born 
without one. Anything he thinks of, he says, love him or hate him, he's the real deal. So I've got these uh, advanced praise blurbs on the back of my book, which is selling very well, mind you. Bill O'Reilly, Miranda Devine, Craig right. Carton, WFAN. And that was yours, Chance Palminteri. It was well-written. It was accurate. And I love you for that. So thank you so much for that. Well, it's true. You know, I try to be honest. You know, people tell me to give I – don't, I don't usually give reviews on books unless I really know the person and I know the book. And I read the book, and I know you, and I said, this is, this is a fun, great <laughs> book. It's Thank you. not only Thank you. great uh, entertainment and information, it's funny. Thank you. And it's really good. It's, it's a page-turner. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I really you. enjoyed it. Uh, it's hard to give a great review when you really read the book. And, and believe me, I've been through it a couple of times where I read it, and it was like torture to read <laughs> your book. Your book, man, because you're funny. And you and look, you have a personality that some people go, no, nope, I'm sorry, he gets me. And you know what? That's okay. Because I always say, Sid Rosenberg, love him or hate him, he will get you. <laughs> Thank you. That's he very nice. You. Thank he you. will get you, you know, so that's the key. And that's what you want in a great talk show host. Well, thank you. That means a lot coming yeah. from you. And, and by the way, a, a great actor and a great performer like you are as well. Uh, you get me, to quote Jerry Maguire, just with hello every time. And uh, October 1st is going to be such a great time. You're going to sell that place. I know you're going to Detroit first, but October 1st, West 43rd Street, this, uh, this one-man show, this A Bronx Tale, just an unbelievable, remarkable, magnificent show. If you've seen it, you'll love it again. If you haven't, you'll love it for the first time. And one more time, Chaz, for folks who want to make sure they're there that night, what's the easiest way to do it? The easiest way to do that is you can call the town hall, get tickets there, or you can go to my website. My website has all the shows I'm doing this year on tour. You go to net. I will be at a theater at a city near you, net. You can go to my Instagram, chazpalmentary, and either one, you could do that. Or just, you know what, come to my restaurant. You might see me there, and I'll tell you about it. <laughs> uh, you, you are the absolute best. Your restaurants are great, too. You're a dear friend now for the better part of 20-plus years. Thank you so uh, thank much, you and good so luck. Much. Please, please send my love. I pray. I pray for Bernie all yes. the time. Send my love to him. I will. He's an incredible human being, incredible guy. Yes. And please send my love to you him. You got okay? it, buddy. I will. Thank you. And that's sincere coming from you. Thank you so much, Jazz. We love you, both of us. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless you. There he is, the great Chaz Terry. Check out that show October the 20th. October the 1st, I'm sorry. October the 1st at uh, Town Hall, West 43rd Street. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.